0: All right, turn with me to Leviticus chapter 25 this evening, Leviticus chapter number 25. Tomorrow is Memorial Day. It's a part of American life. It's a a special day because it causes us just to stop and consider the great country that we have and it allows us to remember the the cost that it took uh, to have this great nation it came at a great cost. It cost many, many people's lives. Um, the founding of this nation and the wars that have been uh, taking place over the years here. I remember as a small child going to Washington, D.C., and my father, his one of his closest friends growing up, his next-door neighbor, they were best friends all through grade school and high school. And he went off to College and his friend got drafted in the uh, Vietnam War, and his friend was killed just a few weeks after uh, being drafted into the war. And uh, I remember going to that wall, and as a kid, that wall just seemed big, and it is big, and it's got a lot of names on it. And I remember finding his name, and my dad there looking at that name, and taking a piece of paper and a pencil, I think it was, and you could trace that, trace that name. It comes through that paper. And uh, I remember just being there and thinking that was something that he knew someone that was on that wall. And as a, as a child, I didn't understand the significance of all the, those names, the memorials uh, that were there. My goal this summer as we take a vacation, we're going to spend a few days in Washington, D.C., and I hope to do the same for my kids, to just take them through those memorials and uh, let them understand that it was a great sacrifice at a great price that we have, the nation that we have. Leviticus Leviticus chapter 25, I want to uh, read in verse number 10, And ye shall hallow the fifteenth year, and proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. It shall be a jubilee unto you, and ye shall return every man unto his possessions, and ye shall return every man unto his family. Now here, God is setting up uh, the way that he wants the nation of Israel to to function. And he talks here about this, this uh, time of jubilee, a time of rejoicing, a time of excitement, because what God did for them. And to come back and remember, remember that what God has done. Proclaim liberty, the Bible says, throughout all the land. I thought about tomorrow, there's some that have already gone to uh, Family and visit, and tomorrow there'll be, if weather allows it, there'll be picnics and watermelon. There'll be baseball games. There'll be frisbees, if the weather allows it. There'll be sunburns and uh, uh, suntan lotion. There'll be potato salad that uh, should not be sitting out in the sun, but we eat anyways. Deviled eggs, the American flag. How many of you have already started putting American flags out of? in front of your house American flags be soldiers in uniforms it's America there's some I saw Jan Kett come in this evening and I said I don't know if I should salute you or pledged you but she's got a red red white and blue there'll be lines of ants on a blanket stealing food from the picnic baskets Memorial Day it's a special day And I want to just think this evening, just a a time to remember. Memorial Day, is it is a time to remember. It's a time to remember the price of the things that we enjoy. You know, freedom, I know you've heard this before, but freedom isn't free. It costs somebody something. It cost brave men and women their life. It cost Jesus Christ his life. Freedom, freedom here as American isn't free and freedom that we have in Jesus Christ. It costs someone something. And a lot of times what happens is we that are enjoying the freedom, we did, we weren't the ones that, that, uh, had to sacrifice for it. And we don't understand at times the sacrifice. I think it's important, parents, that all of us teach our children the, uh, uh, uh the cost of freedom. It's important for us to teach from generation to generation because the generation that forgets or doesn't understand or is ignorant of the cost that it uh, takes may have to then pay that cost again to continue to have that freedom. And so we, on a day like Memorial Day, a day like Israel that came together, a day of jubilee, it's a time to remember freedom. It's a time that you uh, remember for those that have paid the price it's a time to remember those that have sacrificed it's a time to remember our liberty that we have we remember those that left their homes and their nations their families their sons I pastored in Columbus Georgia and there was um, the infantry there and it was uh, they, they'd say some 40,000 or so people would come through there every year for basic training, and, and, uh, but there was, there was an infantry, um, they were there. There was the, um, uh, uh, regiment, the, uh, ranger regiment was there. And because of that, we had many of those that were in our church. Unfortunately, at times we would have a mom and her kids, but a lot of times we wouldn't have a dad in the church because he was off at that time in Afghanistan or Iraq or, um, fighting in the, in the military. We had dads and, we had dads that would take care of their kids because mom was in the military and she'd be gone and separated for their family. There was one fellow in the two and a half years that I was there, he was deployed four times in just the two and a half years that I was there, on small stints, six months or so. So just about the entire time I was there, he was deployed. I didn't really get to know him and his family, his young children growing up. And it cost people something. It cost. even those that served and may not, may not have given their life, it still cost them things. There was a great cross so that we could have what we have. Days of hardship and grave uncertainty accompanied the efforts of these colonial leaders. I think of those all the way back, the colonial leaders that led us to attain our freedom as a sovereign nation. Do you know the reality is we could still, if it wasn't for those that fought for our freedom, we could still be under uh, 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 English rule. But somebody... Said, no, we want to fight for religious freedoms. We want to fight for the freedoms that we enjoy. In the Levit- Leviticus chapter 25, look with me in verse number 2, if you would please. The Bible says, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, When ye come into this land which I give you, then shall the land keep a Sabbath unto the Lord. Here, here in this verse, there is the word Sabbath. He challenged, he challenged the people of Israel. He said, when you come into this land, remember the Sabbath unto the Lord. Remember to set a time aside to remember the God, the creator. Remember the God of these blessings. You know, tomorrow as we celebrate Memorial Day, we cannot, we cannot leave out that it was God that gave us our liberty. And we're not taking anything away from those that have served and are now bravely serving this country. But the reality is this, they wouldn't have the success. They wouldn't have the victories they had without the Lord. God is the one that has given us this great nation. God is the one that has blessed us that he, the way he has the, the many testimonies. You know, we came this morning to this church. I don't believe any of us were stopped because we had a Bible in our hand and on our way to worship the Lord freely here in this country. We're sitting here today without any thought of, of, of an army or armed men coming in here and arresting us for, for teaching and preaching what we believe. None of us will be harassed this week because we take the gospel of Jesus Christ and we share the gospel of Christ. We might get mocked or made fun of, but the reality is this, we're not going to face the persecution that many, many face. And the reason why is because God has blessed this country. God has blessed this country. And we need to remember, as we remember the blessings of this country, we need to take time aside and remember the Lord. I challenged our church this morning in a message. I was was really apprehensive, to be honest with you, about preaching this series on end-time prophecies. I had a discussion even with my wife today, and she said, i hope I hope on a Sunday morning that everyone stays with it because there's a lot of teaching and and uh, as we 're getting into it it's going to be a hard to you know keep people entertained and, and, and you hate to have to say that in church, but you can lose people quick. You can lose people as you 're trying to dig deep and you know I think about that message and I challenged in our service, especially the second service to take the gospel of Jesus Christ, to take the truth, and ought to do something inside of us to want to give the gospel. The freedoms, the things that we enjoy as as a nation, as an American, it ought to bring our attention back to the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we ought not take advantage of what he's given us, but we ought to be thankful and it ought to give us a zeal to share the word of God with others. Do you know I believe this, that many nations in this world are in bondage because they don't have the light of the gospel. There's many religions in this world, and many religions are holding entire nations in bondage. In India, there are many, many religions. There are so many so that that everything is a god because they're afraid to, to offend They don't want to offend any gods, so they'll worship any any god, some 300 million gods that they'll worship in this country of India. And it's got an entire nation in bondage. Many of the places that our soldiers are fighting this evening, and their soldiers will be fighting through this weekend and giving their life, many of those nations, there is not a freedom to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I was in Tunisia, North Africa, and I, first time there, and I went there, and I knew it was an a, 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 uh, 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 African nation, a northern African nation, and I was in several other African nations, and Tunisia, Tunisia is nothing like any other African nation I've ever been in. I felt like I was in the Middle East. It was, it was a heavily, heavily, heavily concentrated Muslim country. And the missionary that I was with, he said, now we can't openly, we can't openly give the gospel. I said, what would happen? He said, well, if if the people that you're giving it to don't harm you, then the government can. I said, the people, you try to to give the gospel and the people are going to resist? He said, the people, they're in such bondage could offend them and there could be bodily harm to someone that's trying to give the gospel and if the government finds out you could be arrested and never allowed back into the country just for simply giving the gospel could you imagine that the freedoms that we have This ought to be a time church for us to remember, remember that what the Lord has done for us. Set aside time. set Set aside time with your family. Set aside time with your loved ones and just thank God for who He is and what He's blessed us with. I'm afraid this, some of our young children, they might not know the America you and I know. It's changing so quickly. Some of you that have been around a a few years, you say this America today isn't the America I grew up in. How many of you remember when you were a kid being able to get on your bicycle and riding all through the neighborhood as far as you wanted to go and nobody, nobody bothered with you? Now you wouldn't let your kid out of the driveway. I liked when David Gibbs, he was here not long, a few weeks ago, he said, how, he, he reminded us the, the time your neighbor could spank you. <laughs> you do something wrong, your neighbors could get on you. And if your parents found out they didn't get mad at the neighbor, you got another one. You didn't want to tell them the neighbor got on you for doing something wrong. Now, now the, neighbors just, the neighbor kids just provoke you. Now when you try to do something, they come around with their parents telling you to leave their kid alone. America's changed, and it's changing. And as the t- day of the Lord gets closer and closer, things are going to continue to change. But we that know the Lord, we that trust the Lord, we that are, are, are God's people, are God's children, we shouldn't be changing with society and changing with times. We should always be thankful for who God is and what He has blessed us with and always be teaching our children and the generations coming behind us to remember the Lord. Take a time of Sabbath. God is the creator. God is the one that created this universe. The emphasis is on Him tomorrow as we celebrate Memorial Day. The emphasis should always, always be on the Lord. It's also a time to return. I believe this in our country, it's a time to return to principles. It's a time to return to work. It's a time to return to sacrifice. It's a time to return to discipline. It's a time to return to... Patriotic devotion. It's a time to return to love of justice and freedom. It's time to return to honesty. It's time to return to high purpose and time to return to respect the rights of others, the rights of human beings. Listen to me, church, we live in a society that today we're losing the respect of human life. And I believe it's a true agenda that's being pushed. We see the results of it, but we don't really understand. But human life is being devalued. The color of your skin, your nationality, your race, your man or a woman, all of that, the reality is this, God... He sent his son for every single man and woman, every single, doesn't matter if you're brown, doesn't matter if you're black or white or yellow or red, Jesus Christ came and he died for you. Human beings, a soul is precious to God. The soul of mankind is so precious to God that he sent his son to give his life. I believe that we ought to return, return to, to basic Bible principles we're taking some time this summer and we're taking this time on purpose to set some very important things aside so that we could reinforce these things in our church and I hope and I pray that you would take advantage of what we're going to offer our church this summer and as you saw in the video there's several different things parenting you know God God didn't give our children to the state he gave them to the parent to raise them up and the nurture and admonition of the Lord. In parents, he didn't give them to you to keep. He gave them to you to train, to raise them up to serve him. And that's a totally different philosophy than the world's philosophy. And the parenting, the biblical parenting is under attack, but, but we can't retreat. We must even grow deeper into the word of God and understand what he expects us to do as Christian parents. What we believe and why we believe it, so many false teachers are out there, so many false teachers through the Internet and so many other ways now. It just seems like they're everywhere, and we know of that. We know in the end times there's going to be a a falling away. There's going to be those that come in and teach false teachers a doctrine and heresy and and it's happening today. We as Christians, we need to know what we believe and why we believe it, not because I feel like it, not because someone told me it, but because I can find it in the word of God. I can go back to the word of God and this is why I stand upon this principle. This is why I believe this doctrine. This is why I believe what I believe. I mean, you think about it, evolution and, and, and all the things that are being pushed down this entire generation. How many of you saw not long ago on the news, there was a couple Christian teenagers that were outside of a school and they were sharing the gospel and, 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 and pro, uh, protesting against abortion, and giving out information to the students. And the assistant principal came out and was very angry and told them wrongly that they had to leave and, and they couldn't give out that literature. And they began to ask him questions about uh, abortion, about killing killing innocent children. And he looked at them in that camera and he said, they're just cells. It just cells. Not a human life. It's just cells. We need to teach our children. We need to remember who God is. We need to remember the principles of God's Word, and we need to take seriously teaching the generation coming up behind us the principles of God's Word. We need to take time to recognize evils of materialism. We need to take time to recognize millions never know what it means to go to bed without feeling hungry. Yet our nation and our families and our churches can spend money on little things of little importance. I met with Dan Rogers this past Friday, I met several, a couple of hours with him down there. He's in charge of the Terry Street Mission and he toured me through the Life Revitalization Center and gave me a purpose and kind of what they're wanting to do. He said this to me. He began to tell him how our church wants to be involved in helping and he said this his goal is to, to end the food lines in Toledo. I said, How are you going to do that? He said, Give them jobs, teach them jobs, give them the gospel. He said poverty for however many years, 70 years, they've been housing and feeding the homeless and feeding and, and those that are in need. He says, we need to stop, stop putting a Band-Aid over it and start fixing the problem. He said the problem can be fixed with the gospel. The problem, he said, the principles of God's word being applied to someone's life can fix that can change a person's life. And we need to realize this. We need to re- uh time uh, uh, to recognize and remember, church, that there are people all around this world. Uh, Derek Hummel will be here Wednesday evening, and he's going to be preaching to our church Wednesday, uh, uh, doing a Bible study and just giving us some information about uh, 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 Peru. I'm sorry, he's doing that s- uh, s- uh, sun- Sunday before Father's Day. He's going to be telling us, and he'll be sending, uh, heading back out to Peru, and not not a, not too long here. And he's going to go back to a country, and he's going to be teaching and preaching to young people the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have missionaries that we support all around this world. And we need to realize this as we're enjoying the freedoms of this country, as we're enjoying the materialism of this country, there are missionaries that need support. There's missionaries that have great needs. There's missionaries and church planters all around this world that are wanting to establish churches so the gospel of Jesus Christ can go out. And their number one issue is the finances. Finances. You know, for many missionaries, it takes now almost four years to raise their support so they can get to the field that God's called them to get to. It's a long time. Church, we need to realize, recognize this Memorial Day, it's a time for us to recognize. It's time to recognize the evils of materialism. It's time for us to understand that it is our duty as a church, as Christians, to take the gospel of Jesus Christ so that others could enjoy the blessings that God has given to us. And lastly, this evening, it's a time to renew. It's a time to renew our allegiance to God. It's a time to renew our allegiance to this great country. It's significant that in many churches... The American flag and the Christian flag. You know, these two flags, they don't compete against each other, they complement each other. Because this flag, the Christian flag, and the banner that we use as our Christian banner, those principles were used, as Paul had said, in the founding of this great country. It's time for us to renew. Renew our faith in the Lord. Renew our faith in the things that God can do. Renew our faith in what God wants to do in this church and wants to do in your life. And what God can do in this country if we turn our hearts back to him. So tomorrow as as we celebrate and enjoy and remember, what are you going to remember? Are you going to remember? Are you going to remember God? Are you going to remember His word? Are you going to remember His blessings? Are you going to remember that every resource that you have, it's yours because of God? Every good you have, it's because of the hand of God. It's not because you're special, or I'm special. It's because of Him. And we need to have time to renew, time to be refreshed, a time to renew our faith. And let's just commit that we are going to see God do great things through us. We have faith that God wants to. Until that trumpet sounds and he calls us home, let's commit to remember and never forget God's blessings. Can we do that this evening?